Ricky quote. When he traded Ralph Kiner in the 1950s, it gets cited all the time. We finished last with you. We can finish last without you. The Pirates of the early 1950s were some of the worst teams in franchise history, although they've been challenged quite a bit in the past couple decades. They traded Ralph Kiner because of a money dispute, and Ricky came out with that quote. It's amazing to me how many people find logic in that quote, but I'm going to address it today as it relates to modern times. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this the newly reborn DK Sports Radio Podcasting Network. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. If you're into football and or hockey, I've got daily shots of Steelers and Penguins as well, both of those being in full swing. The Pirates traded Josh Bell. And the main question that I have after the Josh Bell trade, the main doubt, concern, criticism, whatever you want to call it, about the 2021 and maybe the 2022 teams is where is the power going to come from? And then, and then I lapse into Branch Rickey. And I look at the Pirates figures and see that they were among the least powerful teams in the majors, no matter how you want to break it down. OPS, extra base hits, home runs, across the board, they were just as wimpy as it gets at the plate. So losing Josh Bell, you know, what did you lose? <laughs> you know, if he pops, you know, 25 or 30 over the fence, sure, you've got something. If he pops 37 like he did in 2019, then you've really got something. If he hits every single month like he did in May of 2019, now you're building a whole new wing in Cooperstown. But you're probably not going to get any of those. Washington's probably not going to get that player. Uh, Josh Bell, although we still think of him in Pittsburgh as a kid because you know, he grew up right in front of our eyes, He's 28 years old. He'll be 29 in August. Uh, he's not getting younger. He's not getting newer. The league has had a lot of chances to face him, to exploit his weaknesses, and for the most part, he has struggled to fight back against those, as we saw in 2020 with him reaching constantly out of the strike zone for a lot of his Ks. The Pirates moving Josh Bell out isn't ideal. I'm never going to pretend otherwise. I'm not even being personal here as I, I know the guy really well and have really gotten to like him. Purely from the baseball sense, not everything else that he represents. It's not a plus. He's a threat. And when he is on, he's dangerous and productive. We haven't seen that bell for a long time. And I don't know that you were going to see him make some great difference in the single greatest area which he could have made a difference, and that's power. Because this team doesn't have a lot of that anyway. He could have hit 50, and the Pirates still wouldn't have made it out of the bottom third 
when it comes to overall power. What else does Bell add to your lineup? Virtually nothing. What else does he add to you defensively? He doesn't. He subtracts. He's a negative player in the field. So where will the power come from? Where will the power come from on this powerless team? Where will the contact come from if they don't hit for power? Yeah, the, these to me are more legit concerns. These, these are things that, that I think about a lot more than whether or not, oh, I don't know. Remember Colin Moran hitting a bunch of homers early in the 2020 season and everybody thought, wow, Colin Moran finally looking like a real player here. And then he, he fell off. His average really fell off. He started striking out a lot. But then he hit some more home runs. And it turned out that by season's end, all he'd really done was hit a bunch of home runs. I'm not sure that I want that either. Brian Reynolds, by any reasonable reckoning, had a terrible 2020. The most disappointing player, athlete in all of Pittsburgh sports, in my estimation, in 2020, being where he was in 2019 and where he fell. That's what I mean by disappointing, that he had an expectation to be way up here and he ended up way down here. Funny thing, though, he hit seven homers. Do you care? I really don't. I really don't. I'd much rather see the Brian Reynolds that popped 320. You know, that was hitting the ball to all fields, that was running around the bases, making things happen. Brian Hayes hit five home runs in his month in the majors, his magical month. If it hadn't been for the swirling disaster all around him, it would have felt that much more special. But his numbers in every single category were through the roof. And among them were five homers, which was nice because one of the knocks against Hayes in the minors, especially later in his time in the minors, was that he was driving the ball into the ground. He was hitting it hard, but he was driving it into the ground. And as a result, he was hitting a lot of hard ground outs. He wasn't getting rewarded at all for having what otherwise were pretty good at bats. So he did some work with Rick Eckstein and the rest of the hitting coaching staff, worked on his launch angle, started getting the ball up in the air. And not only did it make it into the outfield and into gaps and to the wall, but sometimes it went over the wall. Great. I don't care. I really don't. I don't see this team now for 2021 or even into the future as being one that's going to be built on home runs. They might land themselves a Josh Bell type the way they did by stepping up in the second round of the draft years ago and paying Bell the $5 million and making everybody mad and forcing them to change the draft system, but it's not going to happen very often. You're not going to see a low-revenue team get built up on great big bombers very often. They're a risk, and they're generally not all that productive. The last time the Pirates went in the first round for someone like that was Pedro Alvarez. 
Pedro Alvarez could hit the ball to Stanwick Street, and it didn't matter because he didn't hit it often enough. Will Craig is another one, first-round pick, best known for being able to hit for power. Guess what? He can't hit in the majors, whether it's for power or not. I know, I know. I'm paying attention to baseball, too, and I see that it's all or nothing. It's home runs or bust. But I don't know that that's going to hold up either. Baseball fads are like ebb and flow of the tide. It's it's just something that changes every five years. When Jim Tracy was the Pirates manager and he was ordering Chris Duffy to pound the ball into the ground. Remember that? Duffy was hitting the ball all over the place, including for some pop. Jim Tracy ordered him to hit the ball into the ground. Oh, and we can laugh at that now. And in fairness, some were laughing at it then. He ruined Chris Duffy's career all by himself. Tracy did. But now, all of a sudden, everybody's like, no, 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 no. Now you hit it up in the air. Mitch Keller told me at the last spring training, I've never been asked to throw a high strike in my life. Now you don't have a choice. You've got to throw high strikes. Why? Because you're avoiding guys being able to uppercut your ball out of the ballpark. The more high strikes you see thrown, the fewer home runs you're going to see. There's always going to be some kind of balance in baseball. There's always going to be an understanding that if you can do this, I'm going to counter with that. The Pirates can get by without Josh Bell's power, but they need so much more of the other stuff. So much more of the other stuff. I'm betting even Branch Ricky would agree. When we come back, just one question. Street across from PNC Park, you can still choose all of your favorite beers from the more than 500 he's got on tap right from your home. Just go online to mikesbeerbar.com slash beer hyphen menu. Buy three crawlers, get three free. That applies whether you're right there facing Mike in his store or doing it on your laptop. One more time, the web address is mikesbeerbar.com slash beer hyphen menu, or you can call 412-322-BEER to order and pay. Person must be 21, ID required, and present to receive delivery. Today's question comes from Joe, who asks, oh, this question. Joe asks, is there any hope? LOL, only semi-kidding. To be honest, between COVID and the team's performance, I haven't paid much attention. Maybe a refresher as to what might be the positives coming our way. Joe is the Pirates fan base. Can I say that first? That is not a shot at people who are diehards and who follow the team closely and who want to see it succeed uh, to the extreme that they are studying minor league systems and prospects and everything else, because those fans exist too. I hear from them all the time. We're happy to have them. Uh, as listeners here and as readers on DK Pittsburgh Sports. 
But the bulk of this fan base is Joe. Joe is it. Joe, he'll pay attention when they're doing a little bit okay. He'll pay attention when someone like Kibrian Hayes comes along and gives him a little hope and reminds him of Kutch a little bit, and that's okay too. But Joe just wants to hear something good, and he's long since given up hearing that nutting will sell, so he just says, okay, just hit me up with something that sounds like I'll be able to pay attention at this point. Is there hope, Joe? Yes, there is hope. There is hope in the Tampa Bay Rays. There's hope that a team can do things in a smart way while, to a large extent, sheltering themselves from outside noise, outside criticism, including, you know, when they're manager does something completely insane like taking Blake Snell out of a game in which they had a chance to win the bleeping World Series. This is what they do. They have a set of ideals and principles that have allowed them to remain amazingly competitive in a division in which they should be buried alive each spring. But they aren't. They had a payroll that was similar to the Pirates' payroll in 2020. And they came within one boneheaded managerial call of being World Series champs. That's your hope. That's your hope. If you're talking about the existing system, the current system, the imbalanced economics, having Jeff Bezos as your manager... As your, I'm sorry, as your owner, wouldn't make a difference in an imbalanced economic system because contrary to popular mythology, owners do not spend their own cash on their sports teams. It does not happen here, there, or anywhere. And I will always challenge anybody who says otherwise to cite the individual owner who spends his or her own money on their sports team. And they come up empty every time because it doesn't exist. That's... That's your hope, that they can be run like the Rays and not worry about what's said on the talk shows or by people like me or, for that matter, people like you, and they just go about their business. That's harder to do in Pittsburgh than it is in St. Petersburg, Florida, I can tell you that, but it can be done. Your other hope? Salary cap, my man. It's all about the salary cap. This is the year. This is the year. It happens now or it doesn't happen at all. Thanks so much for the cue. Thanks to everybody for listening. We'll have another Daily Shot of Pirates tomorrow. At Point Park University in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh, they understand there's no substitute for real-world experience and career-building connections. Their innovative curriculum engages students with distinctive experiential learning opportunities. Point Park's pioneering co-op program empowers qualified students to work in full-time, paid positions with their corporate partners while earning college credits. Visit pointpark.edu works to learn more. Career ready. That's the point. Point Park University. Your front door. Your car. Your gym locker. Your gun. Safety is a habit. Learn more about how to keep guns safe and secure. Visit projectchildsafe.org.